there. You're listening to Linda Pinazopo of the Condo Expert. And today we've had full education, gymnastics involvement, not only building your child's physical activity, but their social development as well. And it's important and certainly something that you need to pay attention to. So if you are watching this show and you say, geez, you know, I don't need to pay attention to this because my children are grown up. Well, you will have grandchildren or maybe <laughs> your children, uh, your friends have children or who knows, maybe a co-worker. Certainly, it's always good for us as adults to embrace information in our own minds and know what's available and know what's out there because you know what? Knowledge is power and I've always believed that and that's what the condo expert is all about is giving out information at the flip of a switch to listen on online radio at any given time. You can listen to the condo expert radio show on iTunes or podcasting and we're covering over 220 shows so any subject you need you can tune in. Today, it's interesting. Alfie Schlegel is here at the studio with me. Alfie, we talked a little bit of parties. Like, you can actually do parties at your gym. So you, you offer a different variety of types of parties, like 75 minutes and 45 minutes. And this is great. What it's a very great popular. venue to have yeah. a children's party. Yeah, we usually offer our birthday parties on Saturdays in the afternoon following my programming. Parties anywhere from, well, 18 months, two years of age. We've actually opened that up. We do need parents to come into the gym for a little bit of help with some of these uh, younger children. But parties are very popular. It's a way for children to feel some ownership of the gymnastic program that they're involved with and to show their friends what they've learned. We make it a really fun event for kids who have never stepped foot in a gym before. There's no intimidation in terms of, oh, do I have to know how to do a certain skill. We open the gym, set up circuits, keep the kids moving so there's no sitting. There's a trampoline uh, station, a rock climbing station with the rope. It's usually about uh, an hour and 15 minutes in the gym. My parties are based on two hours, depending if it's a party of eight or a party of 16. Then I try to structure it with the number of coaches to keep that consistent, a one to eight ratio. So it's not a free for all because my goal is to teach them a little something and to make sure the supervision is right on. The party room then is set up for 45 minutes for the cake, for opening up presents. It's a good time. And my goal is for the parents to do absolutely Nothing. Nothing. Well, they get it's to so sit much back, fun. Take pictures. It's that's so what they get to do. <laughs> take. I've had adult parties. I had a fortieth there. Did you I've really? I've had a fortieth well, birthday cool. party. That's great. Yes. Well, I know. Like it says, like you you provide uh, one coach for option two, two qualified coaches. Uh, you've got a full rundown. Actually. We do. So people can We've actually learned. go down the list and figure Absolutely. out. They, uh, you know, another thing is pizza and a fruit drink. Yes. It's perfect. And what I was really caught on is the T-shirt for the birthday party. Mm-hmm. So everyone's dressed the same with the same T-shirt. On. Well, the birthday. That's cool. The birthday <laughs> child gets a little. Schle- Legal's t-shirt and typically they end up looking like the coaches who have just taught the party. Oh, so they think they've become the coach and maybe yes. they'll do the next birthday party. No, it's just a little thank you from us for bringing your friends to the to to a birthday party and being exposed to a great sport like gymnastics and in particular to our facility where we have been told and we know we um, we run a great birthday party. And again, it's it's to give the parents a break. They uh, you know so many moms they want to get in there and serve the pizza and. And I have to tell them sit down, sit down, relax. relax. You don't. It's you your don't time have to Just do it. Please take the pictures. Take <laughs> yeah, the pictures. I can, I can relate to that one. That's for sure. But it's well, a natural to have a birthday party at a gymnastic facility. It's a lot of fun. 
Well, you know, it's funny because I think there's, um, see, children nowadays are so exposed to so much. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, when we were growing up, I mean, granted, we had exposure to sports and you, yourself as well, certainly with all of the um, the life that you've led. It's yes. just you and your sister, yes. actually your whole family. Yes. Um, from what you've told me, even your husband and children have traveled around the world with you we while have. you were involved. Well, interesting enough, though, you know, I, I look at everything and I think, wow, you know, when I used to put my kids in the car, we used to look at license plates yes, and we used to repeat them. And then I used to count and I used to do all those things. I used to interact it. Yes, unfortunately, while I was driving. I mean, that's the way it was. Nowadays, you hand your children an iPad or you turn the television on that you have inside your vehicle. Too right? much screen time. Too much screen time. <laughs> it's the, true. The numbers so are even, staggering. Well, the interesting part is, is that the parent now, I know, granted, you know, you talk about, okay, you're not supposed to talk on, you know, cell phones. You can't hold them to your ear, but you can have, uh, um, you, you know, you have a headset on with your, uh, or you have your, um, uh, your Bluetooth on with your telephone while you're on the phone and right. you're driving. Okay. So it's no different from you talking to a passenger right. when you're driving. Right. So interesting enough, I mean, where I'm going with this is that there was a time, I mean, I was running around constantly with the boys. We had to get to 12 different hockey arenas a week. And a lot of their, um, uh, you know, teaching them different things was done in the car. That's right. And we interacted with them in the car and talking about this or talking about that and so on. And now it's not being done as much because of uh, technology. Correct. So, you know, to bring it back to the bare basics and bring it back into the gymnasium and yeah. bring it back into physical activity and one-on-one communication and following directions is huge. It is huge. And this is what we're trying it's to huge. show yes. parents. We need because to they're get losing that time. Absolutely. They're losing that time. Right. We've become a very sedentary society and our children and I have to watch how much my children are on. Uh, and I have to say, I'm very proud right now. My daughter's 12 turning 13 in September. She does not own a cell phone. I know the comings and goings of my daughter right now in her life. She doesn't need it. Uh, we have a carpool situation getting her to school. She has so much homework after school that if she even has time for Facebook or anything of that nature, I, it, we're, we're focusing our attention in the wrong area. She has homework. She is driven. She is a high achiever. And, you know, her friendships, she has her time at school. They're there for six hours. So when she comes home, unless she needs to ask a homework question, we're not on social media at all. In fact, her only email address is one that we can access. It's a school address mm-hmm. to access homework. My son, the same thing. He's in a gifted program in Toronto and and all his work is done at school when he comes home. His teacher actually has a wiki page set up where he can access his homework. That's when Cameron does his homework. We're always watching. Mark and I are around uh, for the better part of, of their homework time. But, um, and, you know, they do play with games. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that they don't know how to use it. But they are not going to be the nine-hour-a-day stats well, kid. There, there has That's to not going to there, happen. There has to be a level of restriction. And, the and reason, balance. Well, there has to be. Balance and right. restriction. And a lot of it, I think a lot of it, the reason is, is because it's um, getting away from the addictive side of it, Uh, the curiosity side of it. See, the curiosity side of it is what's driving uh, the text messages. You're sitting down, you're watching TV, you hear your cell phone go off. You're going to, you're willing to stop everything just to pick up your phone to see what's going on. Linda, you know. So the curiosity is the the driving force. Yes. 
Um, the addiction is one thing, but the curiosity of right. it, uh, you, you know, mm-hmm. I find myself, if I get some downtime, because, you know, I've been a realtor for 35 years and I'm involved in a lot of different things. And, um, you know, and sometimes my downtime, believe it or not, it will surprise you, is I actually will take my phone and I'll go into Facebook and see what everybody is up to because right. I don't look at it on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And if anybody calls me or right. t- sends me text messages through Facebook, please don't, honestly, right. because it'll take a few days before you get an answer. But that's on a business level. Now we're talking about a developmental stage of children. Mm-hmm. They don't need mm-hmm. to be there They yet. don't need to be connected every minute of Not the day. Yet. They no, don't they need don't. to know when. Have it. They're right? Forced and that's it. fine, but yeah. they don't need to know when their friends are going out for um, coffee, tea. Uh, it's not necessary. I've told my kids that when mommy used to travel the world starting at age 12, I traveled to many countries starting with Russia, China, you name it. When I went to Moscow as a 12-year-old to compete for Canada, I was gone for 10 days. Can you even imagine or fathom that for those 10 days, there was absolutely no communication with my family? There could have been if there was a reason to have to call back to Canada and contact my parents. I was chaperoned. I was with the coaching staff and a manager and a judge, but there was no calling. I didn't talk to my family for 10 days when I was in Moscow. And my point being that they read the results in the newspaper. I came home. Boy, did I have a lot to tell my family. It lasted for a month at dinner time. I couldn't keep it down. My point is we don't have to know every minute of our day. We don't need to be engaged with every single friend that you have. And we all know what's happening in the world and what's out there. My goal is to make sure that my kids have more in their life than just a phone. And and they they I need them to explore. That's part of why my husband, Mark, and I have traveled the world. And he's been part of my NBC days as a sports broadcaster. He took parental leave from the fire department. He traveled with the kids and myself. We have seen the world and Mm -hmm. I want them to continue to be that way and not rely on their iPads and their phone for entertainment. I want to talk to my kids. I'm a talker if you haven't already noticed. (laughs) So can you imagine being in my house and there being dead time? There isn't. No. Well, you know, I I think the thing is, is the interaction. I mean, I'm in the same boat as yours. I I had three boys. They've all now, uh, you know, went through the whole life of pro hockey. Two of them are still playing pro. One made the NHL. And, uh, you know, I mean, driving around to different arenas, uh, being involved in with ours, it was different because I had to get them to the arenas and get away for tournaments and stuff. But they didn't have the cell phones at that time. And we're going back 15 years ago. (laughs) Exactly. And they were more focused. But aside from the focus, why did they do so well? They did so well because they, they could tune into what they were doing. We had involvement with what they were right. doing. And uh, they they were focused. And and it's and important for me right, to be involved diverted. with my children. My children are going to... You bring it all to, together from Schlegel's Gymnastics yes. and you're all set. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. I yes. mean, I, I my kids are not... Uh, at this point in their lives, being ages 12, 11, and 8, not necessarily going to be elite level athletes. They have their own, um, uh, fun in, in the, in their chosen sports. Skateboarding. My boys both into skateboarding. My youngest, soccer. My oldest in archery, I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Olivia's in the School of the Arts at Karen Kane School of the Arts. Dancing, tapping, singing, piano. But they all come to my gym because their foundation has been recreational gymnastics and I tell you I have watched them go out into the world and I've seen the confidence of knowing their bodies can handle these activities that they've chosen to do they don't want to be gymnasts but they know how gymnastics has bled into all of these other 
avenues and and areas of interest. And that's one thing. I'm gonna you you mentioned piano, and this is interesting because you know what people people amaze me. Like parents amaze me sometimes. Um, I used to coach years ago with uh, baseball, and um, and I coached basketball. And interesting enough, I mean, I, I could see that the children did not want to be there. The parent put their child in a sport that that child does not like. I mean, it's, it's obvious. You I almost wanted them. I couldn't believe it. You mm-hmm. know, I wanted to go up to the parent and say, "Excuse me." One parent in particular, I had to do that with because I mean, I couldn't get the child to stand up and not sit on the ground and just play with the weeds and the in the ground, you know, the grass and the mud and so on. And you know, it was it it was frustrating, but yes. interesting enough. Okay, what I developed like over the years, just from watching kids and being involved with children, is that believe it or not, when my kids, even though they were very heavily in competitive hockey, I actually then had them take piano lessons for three full years. And people would say, well, Linda, they're into sports. Why are you bringing in that? Like, I mean, that's more of the arts side Ah. of it, musical side of it Mm -hmm. and so on, right? There's too many people that think that because their children play piano or violin or whatever, they shouldn't be playing sports. And then there's too many people that play sport, that have their children play sports and think that their children should only be sports and they shouldn't be into the arts and the musics and so on. I I don't get it. You know, yeah, balance, totally balance. Like introduce. Absolutely. Again, it goes back to the bullying. You're not segregating into one, one area of expertise. Expertise. You're you're opening up the dimension. So whether your children are involved in the arts or the music or right. the sports, regardless of what it is, they're interacting with each other and they've experienced each other's main dreams. Absolutely. I've had right? parents that have asked me over the years, how do you know if they should go beyond the recreational phase of their sport? And my typical answer is they need to have the passion, not you. You cannot be the driving force getting them out of the doors. I, my middle son didn't like hockey. And to watch my husband very painfully on a Sunday morning try to get him dressed and put that mouth guard in, we knew hockey wasn't for Cameron. So we've understood he's not a team player. He has finally found what he has passion for. You cannot be the one, you know, scooting them out the door. It has to come from within the child Absolutely. and they need to be the driving force. Um, you can just help them along the way. But if you're the one doing all the hard work, mm-hmm. it's painful. It's a long road. And I've learned that. And I think that's the reason why I was able to enjoy a very high level of my sport because mom and pop, let me do it. Yeah, that's and a, I wanted to do thing. it, and that's that and thing. it's that simple. It it's is. That it is that simple. And, yeah. and sometimes people just make it way too complicated. And so give them foundation of sport too. Exactly. Sign them 100%. up for a gymnastic class, <laughs> <laughs> and you can do that by contacting Elfie Schlegel or Andrea Schlegel at Schlegel's Gymnastics Center at two twenty Wycroft Road in Oakville, and their phone number is nine zero five eight four two three five three seven. Or you can look them up on the web at Schlegel's Gym. So it's S-C-H-L-E-G-E-L-S gym.com. Thank you so much, Alfie, uh, for coming into the show it's today. Been it's been a lot of fun. Thank it's you. been great. And I think it's been tremendously informative for our audience. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. We'll be right back. Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. 
Hello there. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato at the Condo Expert, and we're here at the studio at the Hayes FM. I'd love to hear from you. If you have a story, you want to be a guest on my show, give me an email, Linda at Linda Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O dot com. You have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh, my computer crashed. Oh, no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday, 647-977-7113, itmayday.com.